1: episode 50 50 five, 0 starts now welcome to the program i'm brandon davis today i'm joined by adam barnhart
2: what's going on brandon how are you what's merry christmas I, wow. I, I almost wore my captain crunch ugly sweater but i'm like <laughs> i'll go with my other my daredevil christmas sweater instead
1: i that's fair i love that i love that. you uh you're, you're it's a good day to be representing uh we also have jenna anderson of course we do
3: <laughs> hey everybody. I, I missed the ugly Christmas sweater memo, so I feel really bad about that. I should I should have brought something to the party. But
1: the memo not good. did I not Did I not mail the memo? It's just like me to not send the memo in the first place. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, guys, you know Adam Barnhart is here for a reason. When he shows up, you know that, that uh, some something is happening related to Hawkeye. And we have uh, we have a big episode today. We're gonna talk about Dr. Strange. We're gonna talk spoilers for the Hawkeye finale at the end of the show. But first, to start the show, everybody, we got, uh, we're got we getting taken over today. We have a tracksuit mafia takeover on Phase Zero. If you're watching live, drop some questions in the comment section because joining us right now, we have Alex Potovic. What's up, Alex?
4: Hey, guys. Great to see your faces because I've read all your stuff. I'm a fan, and huh. now uh, now I'm on your show. How cool is that?
1: Dude, great to have you. Look, you look. Your outfit is like the coolest dress we've ever had somebody on the show. Like you just. Wow. I imagine you just slept in that. Like you just. Wake I, up I pretty at
4: much me. did. I just got back from Alaska, so I'm adjusting to the hours. So I was like, sweater, chains, hat, done. You don't want to see what's below here, so.
1: <laughs> well, I, I haven't. I listen, nobody knows how, how many of us actually wear pants during the show because the cameras dressed exactly. up. So you know it's work from home hours. Uh, we Perfect. have. Carlos Navarro. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's how he told me it's pronounced. It's that was good. Really, a lot of roles.
5: That was good. That was seventeen R's, <laughs> and then you nailed it. You nailed it. What's yeah. going
1: on? What's up, dude? Welcome to Phase Zero. Thanks for joining. Us. Look at that background. He's a Hawkeye out.
5: You know, I just try and be professional. You know, some of my friends travel around the world, and uh, they don't uh, they don't have Hawkeye backgrounds like me in a Santa hat. So I figured I'd wear it to this awesome interview. He was like that on
4: set. He always upped us with something. So this is not surprising.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. And we have uh, our third member of the tracksuit, Mafia, Piotr Adamczyk. Piotr, how you doing, brother? Yes. Yes. It was
6: not. uh, Carlos has so many R's. And uh, what about Piotr? Hello. Hey, nice to see you guys. Piotr Adamczyk. Yes. Very good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Next year. Next time. Piotr Adamczyk. Hello. Hi, What's up, nice dude? To Welcome you to, to the show.
1: All right, this is the official tracksuit Mafia takeover. I don't even know if Jenna and myself and Adam are even going to be able to get a word in because this show just belongs <laughs> to you guys now.
5: Uh, <laughs> Listen, bro, we were looking for you guys, okay? We were looking for Brandon, weren't we, bros? I mean, we saw this That's guy. Right? And we're like, we got to go get Brandon, bro. We got to do an interview, bro, because we're not. We're going to go crazy. So perfect end of the year, bro. Perfect.
1: This is, Phase Zero is now canon to the MCU. Like this mm-hmm. is, uh, <laughs> we're talking in character. Now. I love it. Uh, dude, cars, we've, we've go, dude, I, I think we met at Walker Stalker Con back when you yep. were doing Walking Dead. You were at peak Walking Dead is when you were on that show. And I would love to start there. How does it compare? Because peak Walking Dead was madness because I was very much imbe- embedded in the Walking Dead fan base back then, like two, three years ago, season seven, season eight, when Negan was showing up. And now you're part of the Marvel world. And I feel like it's a whole different animal. How does it, how do the fandoms compare? How's the experience? Wow, man. It, it,
5: that is where we met, was a Walker Stalker. And it was the episode after Glenn, which was that kind of big turning point. And uh, we were on The Kingdom. We kind of debuted right after that episode. And I remember people walking around like, hey, man, that last episode was crazy. Like, you guys are, like, going to come into a very different show. And we're like, no, it won't be that different. But that really was a different Kind of shift and um we loved it like uh, we had a lot of fun similar to this where it's like you meet these really great people and you become part of this kind of uh cast and characters that people have been anticipating since the comic book and um it was amazing but the mcu is this whole other like uh, this giant other obvious universe that um is very similar in the fandom and the passion and the love but it just you take it even to another level higher And then you link up with these two uh, gentlemen as well as everybody else. And it just makes the whole experience that much sweeter. And the fact to be on here with you all these years later is really, really awesome. Very grateful for it.
1: I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy that it's, that it's taken off this way. Uh, Alex, you were just filming in, you said Alaska. Because Carlos told me Antarctica, I think it was. Were you actually in Antarctica?
4: Yeah, we were actually in our, in our, in Antarctica shooting uh, for 14 days and, and it's the first scripted film to ever be filmed in Antarctica in the history of... Only three people have ever visited that continent, and no one's ever shot a, a Hollywood scripted film there, and we have, and it, we kind of made history, which is really exciting, but it was... I'm still recovering from getting back. I just got back a couple of days ago, and it's still, uh, it's still uh, not only recovering emotionally and mentally at, you know, obviously the work that we did, but just where we were at the bottom of the earth and just, it was absolutely gorgeous. So, and I, and unfortunately I missed two of the episodes, um, of Hawkeye, which I was really, you know, bummed about because we had no service. There's no, absolutely no service. So we were off the grid, but coming back to like almost a thousand messages from fans saying how much they love the show. And, Memes and and all of that was just really great to kind of all kind of be bombarded by by all of that.
1: Yeah, dude, that's that's crazy. I feel like that's the kind of cold that just sticks in your bones when you leave.
2: Ooh, yeah, that's cool
1: though. That's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Adam and Jenna get some words in here because okay. I have been. Uh... <laughs>
2: We, we can talk about Hawkeye now, right? Let's talk Hawkeye. Yeah, let's talk I, about I just, Hawkeye. I just want to talk Hawkeye. I mean, Antarctica's cool. You know, don't get me wrong. but Let's, <laughs> let's, let's yeah, talk let's move, Hawkeye. let's
4: move on to the real shit. Right. We know what we're, we're, we're here for.
2: We <laughs> even add the right number of ours with uh, Piotr. Or I can't roll my tongue. I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. First question goes to you. One of the funniest, I mean, you guys were involved in every single funniest, but one of the ones that stands out is the car chase, of course. And um, an arrow comes, like, this close to your face, right? Now, Marvel does use CG. I certainly hope Jeremy Renner actually didn't fire that arrow at your <laughs> face, right? Were, what, at what point did, were you guys allowed to act with, like, arrow props and things like that? Or were, were all the arrows CG?
6: Of course, he was firing so many arrows at us. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we well, were, that's what I thought. We were, we were lucky enough. Um, so many glasses, you know, over the corner. No, but to be honest, it, it, it was it was a, a blast being involved in such a big budget production. When you, it's so strange. It's so it's such a big budget, and we had to imagine everything, right?
7: We had to imagine the
6: arrows. Yeah, but we did. Uh, and so it was shot in New York first, and then in Atlanta. Um, and we were coming to the same scene all over again. It, I. I it's so strange when you watch the series right now, uh, being a part of it, knowing how it was done, and now having this, oh my God, everything is new in New York. Uh, uh, um, it was for me some, something new, like to work with CGI um, a lot, uh, and, and then seeing all this stuff. But then watching this really epic scene, because this car chase, or or even these arrows, or, are, are something amazing. I remember our um, directors um, both uh, telling me, uh, scream like a little girl. And I hope it, <laughs> uh, it was delivered.
5: I was dying laughing. I never saw it. you know, I saw some of it, you know, I would see the ones on the bridge were all together and stuff like that. What Piotr saying is so right. Like you you could watch it with these fresh eyes as a fan and then, like, oh my god, I totally forgot about that. And and then, just, I mean, we did a bunch of takes that they grabbed, and and we weren't even thinking about later on. Like, we would talk about, hey, do you think they're gonna use that? But the, what they put together, that's the genius behind it. It's like the tone, the comedy, the action. And so I'm I'm just laughing at home, even though I was standing right next to Piotr every time he'd, ah! you know, he
4: does. <laughs> well, it was, and, it was uh, interesting because I was in the. Piotr and I were in the car when that arrow happened and we were driving the van. Remember when we had that scene driving the van, singing away? And they, I think they kind of cut those together because we, the writers are amazing. They did such an amazing job. But what was even better was the directors let us, you know, once they got the things that they needed, they let us kind of run and do our imp, just improv and have fun. And that was the greatest part of it. I mean, we, we even had... Bert and Birdie come in at, uh, whenever the tracksuits were there, they would dress up as tracksuit, make a tracksuit day. So we had the directors dressing up in tracksuits. But even with the arrow coming in, like for me it was great because I wasn't the one that had to imagine it coming in the way Piorta did. So all I'm seeing is him like, okay, three, two, one. And he just screams like a girl. And that shit was killing me, man. Like every every different take, he had a different scream. And then obviously the one that they use and how they did the CG, which the CG department was next level. That, um, you know, and there was a lot of practical stuff that happened too, like the, the our stunt team, just phenomenal at, at what they do and made us look so great. But, um, you know, the, the CGI team did a phenomenal job. Cause there's even stuff I was like, did that actually come towards us or or did we fake that? I can't remember. I was
6: thinking the
5: same thing. I was like, no, no, I think Alex did get shot. I was like, I think he did get shot. Yes. <laughs> like, because there was a bunch of stuff that was happening. That The whole, you know, the big arrow scene on the bridge, that was like an, our initial stuff, you know? Like we didn't really know the story. Like we were just kind of like, okay, we're chasing him. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't a lot that we knew. So to watch it all put together, because like I don't think we ever mentioned spoiler, alert, spoiler. alert, uh, I don't think we ever mentioned, you know, with one of the arrows, uh, what it did. You know, like I don't think we even talked about that. It was it was kind of up in the air. I think at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah we. There was
4: a lot of times where they're going. We think this is what this is. Arrow's gonna do. Okay. Now we <laughs> think we might do this too. Okay. So it, it, it was interesting. And Jeremy Renner said the best advice to me, because it's, you know, the secrecy of Marvel is there for a reason, because of fandoms and because people really want to know the scoop. And and so there's a lot of secrecy for us also. Um, but Jeremy Renner just kind of turned to me one day as I was going, I don't know what I'm doing in the scene, because I don't know what the scene is before. And Jeremy was just like, be water, man. Just flow. They, they've got the machine worked out beautifully. Trust it and just roll. And that's where I let everything go. And uh, and you know Jeremy helped us with just kind of easing into the show in in the way Marvel does it. So it it was great. Yeah, that's cool.
1: That's cool. Uh, did you guys know? Like one of the, the big reveals of the show is that, King, that Vincent D'Onofrio comes back as King. What?
4: King. Like what? Did you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> did bro! You like- <laughs> he told me not to say anything. Damn. I told you I was in Antarctica. I had
1: no idea. <laughs> you know what? But like, no, seriously, is that something that, like, do they do they tell you guys that? Is it, like, a need-to-know basis, like, when it's a surprise that big?
4: Need to know. That's need it. to know. We, we really didn't know. We We heard inklings did- very late as we were shooting. We just heard some inklings, but no one ever confirmed everything to us. All we kept on saying wow. was, Oh, that would be so cool if, it, yeah. if it's true. So we were the we were
5: the fans too. That's true. We would be at dinner and be say, say like, "Man, I think I think Kingpin might be in this." <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> and we like, Fra knew because yeah, we were like,
6: trying like, to but, be scoopers as well. You know, we yeah. scoopers as well, uh, having our own th- 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 theories. This you know, dot connecting stuff. So, yeah, we yeah. are part of, of this fandom as well uh, because they didn't tell us a lot. Um, well, Simu nice... Liu, uh,
1: Shang-Chi was on our show, Simu Liu, and he told us he wanted to start a Marvel blog because he's doing the same thing. So you guys might all need to connect because right. it sounds like a lot of people are always trying to figure it out.
4: Yeah. There was a I couple – I... sorry, sorry to interrupt, but there was a couple guys on the show um, who, who I won't mention at all. But there are a couple of guys on the show where we got to be friends, you know, outside of being tracksuit, but just other characters in the show. And then we would just kind of lean into each other's like, hey, man, do you die in this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you die in this? I, go, I have no idea. That is this how is, secretive it was. This is
5: so true. This is so true. And, you know, Brandon, to, to, that was a similar thing to The Walking Dead, because everybody on The Walking Dead was the same way, unless you were like the one or two. You're really not knowing what's going on. And it's good, though, because, like, we don't need to know. As a tracksuit Mafia, we don't need some deep, you know, philosophical reason as to why we're chasing Kate Bishop. Peter, in the trailer one day, told me, as I, you know, we were talking. We were saying, I said, you know, what's our, what are we, you know, we're just chasing her. Like, what is going on? And he looked at me and he said, we chase the bro, okay? We chase her, that is motivation. <laughs> I'm like, that's right, that's right. We're yeah. just maniacs and we love each yeah. other, we play cards, and we gamble, and we have fun, and we chase Kate Bishop, bro, guy, and and yeah.
6: bro. Okay, we don't have to have this Stanislavski method to understand everything, you know? <laughs> Alex is saying chase the bro, okay, chase the bro. That's the <laughs> that's what we are doing. So
4: yeah, we go get Lady be- Bro. Now, Kate Bishop is guy, bro. bro. Kate Bishop is guy, bro.
3: So kind of going off of that, the ending of episode two has so much banter and so much fun dialogue after you guys catch Clint and Kate. How much of that is just improv? And are you guys just kind of laughing it up on the day of? Because it feels like that would naturally happen a lot.
5: <laughs> I mean, any of us could take this one. Uh, I'll, I'll pass the baton here. Yeah. Just, you feel the energy we have here. You add in Fra, you know, Fra is a, it, Kazi and Alakwa Love them. They're the of mafia. They're the bosses, but they have a different role. They're not goons and, and wild goons like us. They're very more serious. So um, we really chucked it up and laughed and just BS. And then we brought that energy, boom, to the set. And I think that's, it, it was but a I lot. Think,
4: I think a testament to that is we actually all met in New York. And one of the first things that we did was we made sure uh, the three of us went out for dinner. And and Fra, we all went out for dinner, and we just just wanted to connect. And you kind of cross your fingers and go, "Oh, I hope I gel with the, the, the these dudes." And then literally right from New York, we were just like hanging out all the time. And when we had downtime, we were hanging out. So it was uh, it, it it was such a great feeling to know that. What we're joking around with in real life, as we just met, because it felt like we knew each other, then totally. we just took it. We took it on the, on onto the stage and and onto the uh, onto the show and 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 the the. I think the trust, as because every one of us have worked quite a bit. We're professional actors. We do this for a living, but to know that you can go to your fellow actor and go, "Hey, um, what do you think of this? Oh, that's a great idea," or. Uh, should I do this? No. Why don't you try this? Oh yeah! Like we we really jammed with each other to make the scenes even better, which which I think is a testament to uh, the creatives letting us letting us kind of go off when we need to. We know that there, there's the editor room editing room floor. They can cut whatever they want out, but they just may find some gold. And and honestly, there's some takes of of uh, Carlos when he throws a Molotov cocktail. And the take that they used, I was just crying because I had no idea that there was this like, what the, what, where did that just come from? Because we had so many different takes, it was hilarious. It with yeah, Pjorter she yelling. She up,
6: for example, as well. She yeah, 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 it's just
4: And then she with Piorka just yelling, yelling stuff, and every time he did stuff and they would yell cut, I would just like. Put my hands on them crying going how did you come up with that <laughs> yes that hilarious yes yeah and, and th- 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 our th- first
6: know. audience was the crew our first audience was the crew and they were yes they were laughing so we we're we were just sensing that we are going in a good direction because um you know this lovable idiots are very useful uh to to make the show have this comedic uh, relief and uh it was it was it was it was it was great to have this first audience reacting so, so, sometimes they even ruined the take with the reaction. Yeah. They started to laugh, and the camera was shaking, and things like that. So, you know, it was a uh, good critics from the start.
1: Yeah, we need, we need the blooper reel ASAP.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> oh, god, you have no idea.
3: So, the entire chat has been asking this since we've started. I'm personally also curious how do you guys feel about Imagine Dragons and Maroon 5? <laughs> <laughs>
5: You you know, I personally love both of them. Like, (laughs) I like Imagine Dragons. I like Maroon 5. You know, here's the funny thing. That was our audition. That scene was the same audition that I did, that Alex did, and Piotr did. And that's what they judged us by. And that has resonated. And they know their stuff. Like, that's think about it, Of all the things that that they could send over. They sent that over to see who was going to be the bros and what they were going to be. And Feige, I'll give it to Feige and Trent and all of the, the Reese and, and Burton and Birdie and that they saw that and we each did a different take. We all saw it later. So um, who knew it was going to be some great, you know, joke in it? it didn't make sense to us at all when we read it. I remember being like,
4: what the hell is this even about? You know, it's an untitled script, too. Right. Remember, it's like you don't you don't even know what it's about. There's no names on it. So you don't know what you're auditioning for you're just seeing a scene with different names
6: yes and uh, I remember the joke from the costume designer who sent um, uh, the first text uh, uh, to me I was in Poland at that time uh, and I received somebody like a technical information about Marvel so what I will play or something and things like that it was just the, one of the first infos coming from the, you know the, the po- behind the pond uh, from the other side of the earth and it was like send our your sizes because we are preparing a very unique costume for you. And I was like, oh my God, Marvel production, unique costume, I will be a superhero, I think so. And then then we came to States and uh, the first, uh, you know, I'm putting this costume on and it's just a, just a Traction Mafia, like thousands of thousands of these Mafia uh, costumes everywhere. Uh, so I understood the joke for him, which is just unique.
2: <laughs> All right, guys, this show is uh, undeniably inspired by David and Matt's I run from a few years back. Of course, is that something you guys were aware of, you know, before you auditioned? Did you get the role and say, OK, I have to dive into this, uh, you know, legendary comic book series? Or when were you guys uh, introduced to this series? I think most of us love, you know. Carlos, go ahead, buddy. Oh, it's yeah, safe. sure.
5: Um, I have the comic book right here. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I just was given this as a gift. It just happens to be right next to me. <laughs> it, was, it is to uh, be right hey, next to me. Hey, but... bro. I got the
1: same, same comic, yeah, bro. Yeah, see?
5: I got mad love for comics, man. I got mad mm-hmm. love for Marvel. I'm a fan first, mm-hmm. and the guys know that. Like, I, 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 Production was my background, and so all of this is just like uh, amazing in the sense of where it comes from. Did I know about this series before? No, I did not. I knew just like everybody else. When, when, uh, when, uh, you know, Kevin Feige announced this kind of down the line Marvel series, I was like, Hawkeye, huh? (laughs) I think everybody did this kind of same thing was like, all right, that's cool. You know, we need to know more about him. And then once I booked it and it was like, okay, we didn't even know it was Hawkeye. I was like, okay, well, it's gotta be one of these shows. Right. And then that's when we found this and, not only did we love it and got to meet Matt Fraction, um, we went back to it and we kept going to it. The very first time I really cracked it open, I was like, "Oh boy!" We went back to the set and I was like, "Bros, um, we need to up the bros because there's a lot of bros here." Okay, the bro, and then also we're like, bro, 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 and the hall said, bro, 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 bro. Uh, so it was our it was our holy grail, I would say. Um, movement and look and feel of it also it was very, very important to us.
4: Yeah, I I I think that was one of the the key things for me. I didn't even know about about the about the comic book until they, you know, said, Do you want to look at the comic book? I was like, there's a comic book. Perfect. So they sent it to me <laughs> and I just fell in love with it right away and then saw the characters. I went, Oh my God, I'm playing this guy. This is awesome. Um So for me, it was a grad learning experience of, of finding things out as they came, which was quite exciting.
6: And I understood how how much uh, fans have, um, influenced us as well, because it, it, you know this all all these discussions in internet uh, scoopers trying to figure out what's going on. Of course, we are reading it as well, and uh, there was a lot of comments like, "I hope they will use bras a lot." Yeah. So yeah we said okay, why not we, if we have this freedom on set, we have to give this uh, thing because it is there's there people demanding bros so much <laughs> so, but, so but that's, a, that's a message for fans that you have actually you are totally. uh creators as well wow. it's, it's, what, it's, what's it's, fun, it's what's
4: funny about that I don't know if you guys remember but we went off on the bros and then Reese the director would come in and go Do you guys that was great. Uh, uh, so this take, bring down the bros just a little bit. <laughs> bring down the bros.
5: <laughs> yeah, they knew it. You're right. You're right. They would. They would. They could pull us back because we're just gonna go balls to the wall. Take it. We're gonna go to eleven. They'll cut it back, and they never. It was never like guys. What you? it was like. They knew the perfect time. They'd walk up. I, I'm sure they did this to, to you guys too. But like I seen Reese would walk up and be like, "How about we throw a bro in here?" like, no,
6: like <laughs> you know,
5: yeah go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it was really yeah the love of the bros and the t- and the tracks to draculas and like we all kind of collectively at the same time were like no these are like really popular fan favorite characters from this comic and we're going to do them justice you know yeah
1: we, we, we got to wrap up here in a couple of minutes. We're actually over on time here. So I want to let you guys know we have a couple more questions. I like this question from the comment section. So I'm adding this in really quickly. This comes from Chris Chipperson uh, on Twitch who says "Did a lot teach you any phrases in ASL. Did you guys learn anything about like, like, I mean, I'm sure you learned something. Did any of you come in knowing any sort of sign language? Did you learn uh, any phrases or anything or learn to genuinely understand or communicate or anything like that?
4: Uh, we, it was it was quite sparse. I mean, when we when we saw her and we knew her story, we thought it was great. And you know, the uh, uh, her ALS um, translators were helping us to communicate. They were there for the quick communications, but you know, we wanted to make sure we knew how to say like good morning and. Thank you. And like little things that we just kind of wanted her to feel comfortable with. Because, again, she, her first gig, she was walking on to something that she's never seen before. So we really wanted to make sure that that, uh, you know, we just shared a little bit of her life and, and us taking taking a little bit of love, love to that.
5: Yeah, yeah that's we yeah we didn't know we didn't know uh, we we I hadn't met her yet, and then once she found out who we were working with, it was like whoa, and there was a like there's a responsibility to it. And I just want to say she's a superstar, she is amazing, she killed it every time she was on set. It's one thing to say like you know man, you're working on this Marvel set like in and, and, and us three here, us you know. We've worked to get to this point, point in a lot of mind, mental kind of things that you have to learn to do. To jump on this, it's like playing in the NBA, like and just getting out of high school ball. Like it's just another thing. And she crushed it. We love her. he's a star. You know, champion,
1: champion. She's, she's great. Okay, so yeah. the last two questions for you. First one's from me. Oh, sorry, to did you? Uh... Sorry, no, no. I just
6: wanted to say that you know she's. Can you hear me right now? Because I, I don't yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um and. Um, I think Alakwa is like a superhero in real life, and uh, watching her development as well as an actress, uh, her contact with everybody, uh, powerful uh, acting with the, her eyes and gestures with the sign language, it was it was it was watching the the, the great actress being born. It was something incredible. I, I was we all enjoyed it a lot, and. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I'm speaking about the, the, the sign language, I, I think I, I I would just say that I am good for the part, because I, I would just I'm really a lovable idiot probably, because I didn't know um, that the sign language is different in different languages. So I prepared a sentence in the sign language, but uh, I learned it in Polish. So she didn't understand what I'm <laughs> what I'm assigning to her, it's and that was so the pure. moment I understood that every, you know, the same language is like in different languages, it's it's a different. Uh, yeah, so I'm Thomas. I'm really lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: had to, the, the thought was there. I'm sure the 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 thought was uh, was appreciated. That's cool. I, lo- I do love what Marvel between Eternals and Hawkeye, and now going forward an Echo series. I do. I I think it's cool that they're bringing this into into the fold here. Uh, my last question for you guys fantasy tracksuit mafia crossover the mcu has so many characters uh i saw what happened today we're going to talk about that we're saving the spoilers for the end of the show just in case anybody hasn't watched the finale yet um but uh it was a a tough day for the tracksuit mafia but if they're still out there and they could cross over with any of the other mcu heroes or villains uh who who would you guys want to want to get in the ring with carlos i'll go to you first
5: (laughs) Well, I've thought about this a little bit, Brandon,
1: and um,
5: (laughs) uh, you know, it's funny. I'm probably going to say something. It'd be fun for them to battle or look at any of the other guys and girls out there, but I'm a big Ant-Man fan, okay? I I think it's like an underrated classic, and Paul Rudd and his crew, Scott and his crew, I think the tracksuit mafia, I think that's that's. Comedy goal,
6: right? <laughs>
5: like
1: you know, what I'm you, saying. Hold on, I'm gonna ask. a the Allen Freeway,
6: like an aunt size attraction. mafia So many minuscule costume
1: of the costume of, That would be great. Were Were you in that truck in today's episode? Uh, were you, Was that you guys in that truck today? Oh I no, no. This episode of three no, 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 no! That no. wasn't. Spoilers. No, I was about to say. I do see. So okay. That. Okay. Spoiler I'm gonna, alert! I'm gonna, like, but I'm no, trust I just, me. I was like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, Piotr, who, who do you, who, what, what character would you love to, uh, say, or act?
6: Carlos Kar- 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 already stole my idea as well. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would love to be an Ant-Man. Um, there are two reasons, because I'm a Polish voice of Paul Rudd. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of dubbing as well. And I'm I'm, I'm his Polish, um, his Polish, actually. Uh, so I was Ant-Man already in Poland. And that was my first... Um, Actually, understanding Marvel Universe, like working in, on it, and it's it's great to have such a tutor because when you're ADR, if you're doing dubbing, you're actually learning from uh, the actor you're uh, you're you're giving a voice to. So yeah, I, I think it will be a it will be fun to have to be a, like this and uh, size tracksuit mafia um, everywhere. Uh, that would be something. I would love to to be a part. Uh, 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 I think that's the only possibility uh, um, for us for Traxxas of So, to, to, so, to be so in. what?
1: So what has the ADR been like on Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? How does that again?
6: Yes, then Ant-Man. Yes, then ant Okay, yeah, okay so that's that nice. Yes, that's okay, it. Cool
1: all right nice alex I, I, that's my that's my last question then adam's got one more we got to wrap up but uh alex any any dream uh marvel hero or villain yeah
4: i'm i'm not original here at all i think Ant man is i think i totally <laughs> yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. the boys and especially i love that that Piotr was the polish ant-man and i think it would be just perfect it would be perfect nice,
2: that's nice. amazing all right last question guys the question we have to ask are you three Will we see you three again, the Tracksuit Mafia in Hawkeye Season 2 or Echo?
5: Well,
4: Kevin well, Feige, man.
5: Yeah. You got his number? Call him. He seemed to really like us. Uh, so there you go. Get him, Brandon. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get
1: him. Carlos, you are good with hey. the universe. You are speaking to the universe. No, it's never so, enough. We... No, we want more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Great. All right. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's the deal. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I right.
1: think
5: so. I hope so. Look, we honestly, just like the rest of the secrecy, they keep things close to their vests. They, I mean, we knew when we were shooting it, they seemed to really enjoy the tracksuit mafia. We we talked to Kevin, he was awesome and Trent and everybody there. They're just like a really good group of people that support their actors through and through and through on set, which is not normal. Like it's not normal for the biggest movie maker in the world to come up and be like, you guys are crushing it. Love you guys. And he did. Yeah. And so did everybody else. So. Who knows? But, but in the, their hands, we'll be ready. If so, what's
4: it? What What's interesting and was an extremely like beautiful surprise for the three of us is that we didn't know because again, we don't know the script because of how Marvel has the distribution of it to the actors to keep the secrecies. But we didn't know a lot of things that were happening. We didn't know how big or or small our role was going to be. So. Every, just every, every episode that you guys saw was just as surprising to us. It was like, oh, there I am, oh, look hey. at <laughs> like, like we were Like we were really pleasantly surprised and, and to see what they captured in the scenes that we did because you never know when you wind up on a cutting room floor type thing. But we were just had so much fun. And then with the after the, the, the episode started airing and the fans reactions to the tracksuit mafia and you just kind of sit back and go, you know. Again, they had it all figured out, and 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 you know, they. I think they had a big feeling that the tracksuits were going to resonate, or just how how the script was written, what they gave us. But again, it was just as a surprise to us to see the fans really rally around the tracksuits and and make it such a lovable part of the show, and and for that, we're super grateful.
1: It's crazy. As soon as I saw Adam start asking that question, I saw like a red kind of laser light on E. three of It was so
2: – I've never seen anything Kasi. like that. <laughs> there you
4: go. Listen,
1: uh, Alex, Carlos, Piotr, man, it genuinely this is one of the most fun interviews we've ever had on the show. This was a blast. You guys are welcome back anytime. I can't thank you enough for hanging with us. We went way over time, so thank you for giving us extra time. Uh, sorry if we kept you away no. uh, from holiday plans or anything you ha- might have gone on. I will on, get please. you.
4: I will <laughs> get you, bro. Let's get him, bro. That- Get, um, <laughs> no. get no. him, get no. no. and bro. You. Oh, you guys this are legends!
1: <laughs> oh no, Kate Bishop is guy, bro. That's le- you guys all have like you all have your own legendary moments, and it's it's great. Sometimes you're screaming in a van. Sometimes you are uh you you you're catching Clinton Kate. Okay, uh, anyway, congrats to all three of you, man. And genuinely, thank you all for joining us on Phase Zero. Like okay, this was super fun, and I hope we can talk to you guys again sometime. Uh, I hope uh you know we're celebrating your next appearance sooner than later. Love it. Would would love that. Happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you guys. See ya. All All right. Wow. That was so fun. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were tremendous guests. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. All right. We have Jamie Jirak backstage because (laughs) we are about to talk about (laughs) Jamie Jirak's number one topic of all time, Wanda Maximoff. Jamie, welcome to the show.
7: What a hard act to follow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you, if there was anybody capable, it's you, and we know it, and we know it. That was it. We, great.
7: That was so good, you guys.
1: They were so fun, and I, I, I just want like I, I, I hate that we don't have everybody do these interviews. It's just it is a lot of people, and like as it is, like we're all kind of fighting for questions, and we all are stuff it, and not talking over each other. I'm trying to figure out a way to get everybody involved in all of the interviews, but I did. I was just like, I know Adam is a huge Hawkeye fan. He loves the comic. He loves the show. I know Jamie's on the west coast. She could use a few minutes of sleep. Oh yeah,
7: I appreciate so, that. Sleeping. I wasn't mad about that at all. The story, so, the story about the the Polish sign language was so sweet. I know that really hit me. That was my favorite little anecdote.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Hawkeye at the end of the episode. Full spoilers. We're not doing any news today. We are talking now before the break about a little trailer that dropped for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and the timing on Jamie joining the show couldn't have been better because Wanda Maximoff is back, baby, let's go. Uh, this teaser, uh, can we, I won't even say anything about where else we <laughs> may have seen it, just, <laughs> it's out in HD and it is here. And I think it's a, it's a very interesting tease. It has shown so little of the film. Um, and Jamie, just to get you warm, I know I usually start at the top. Adam, you're off the hook. Jamie, I'm going to let you... Uh, what were your thoughts of this trailer the first time you saw it and, and kind of takeaways from it? Oh,
7: well, the first time I saw it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, are you kidding? Like, I think we've talked about this. I'm not a huge fan of the first Dr. Strange movie. So the fact that I'm this excited for the sequel is, 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 is very interesting and exciting. And uh, I mean, let's just say Elizabeth looks great. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, everything... Honestly... The, I can't believe I'm saying this because what if was probably my least favorite thing Marvel did this year. But the what if connection, I, I'm very interested in. I'm like really stoked about that. Um, I'm, uh, But I just, there's so many things to guess. Some people are like, maybe Wanda's the villain. I don't really think that's going to happen. Uh, but uh, just, she's just going to be so powerful, you guys. That I can't
1: wait for it. I I think that theory, if if any part of it is true, it's going to be like a Wanda is kind of villainous because she's learning to use her powers. Like, I think maybe she starts the movie as maybe a bit of an antagonist, if anything. And then ultimately, like, she's a good person. So I don't think that she's going to be a villain. I'll be pissed if she's a villain. I don't want want Mm -hmm. Wanda to be a villain. But if she is a villain, she's going to be badass. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, jamie was there anything else you wanted to add right now
7: no i'm so ready to talk about hawkeye
1: <laughs> <laughs> adam what'd
2: you think of the trailer it was amazing best thing i've ever seen i would vote it i would say best picture right now oscars <laughs> saturn awards uh what other are the golden globes like what other awards screw it give it an awards Emmy. of marvel Everything. shows yeah, yeah figure it picture. out oh, it's amazing TV. um i i am with jamie on that i didn't care? Dude, do I want to say I didn't care. Oh, <laughs> Doctor Strange 1 wasn't, you know, it's not in my top five. Oh, it is what it is. We can't have every movie in our top five, and Doctor Strange isn't in my top five. Um But Doctor Strange 2 looks very... Doctor Strange 2 looks more like a Doctor Strange story than Inception 2 is what I'm trying to say. Um Sorry yeah. for those who love the mirror dimension effects and all that stuff, but you know uh multiverse madness looks like it rules i have a bunch of thoughts on all sorts of little things in there but i have no idea if you're going to bring them up later or not so we'll go to genesis like you
1: said it it, it, to your point that it looks like doc strange like that shot of him walking out you see kind of new york and it's dark and like the kind Mm -hmm. of black like ooze and all that stuff like that's kind of a comic panel that when you looked at it in comic form you're like how are they going to do this ever Mm -hmm. and they did it like they've done their own kind of version of it in movies uh, but yeah, uh, Jenna, what, what do you what do you think of it?
3: Like I agree with everything that's already been said. I need to like I I haven't yet looked up who the director of photography is on this movie, but like the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this for the first time is just how beautiful it looks. Like you can tell Sam Raimi is making a Sam Raimi movie, and I am just so excited to see like visually and aesthetically like what it brings. I I agree with both of you. The first Doctor Strange is probably the MCU MCU movie I had the most qualms with immediately after it came out because I remember just sitting there of, like this is just. Iron Man with magic. This isn't getting to the core of who Doctor Strange is. And I feel like this movie and what we've seen of him in Spider-Man will really set that up. So it is just so it, it teases just enough while still leaving a lot of questions for us to still ask, which is just kind of all you need out of initial, an initial teaser like this.
1: So the director of photography, uh, John Matheson, best known for, according to IMDb, Gladiator, the Phantom of the Opera, Pan and Logan. Wow. Logan is a good one. Uh, he's also doing Batgirl next. Oh yeah, Detective Pikachu. That's yeah. a that's a resume builder. Um, Forty seven Ronin Okay, well, the Man from Uncle. That's a, that's a pretty movie. You know, uh, I love that movie. It's pretty. It's pretty for, yeah, for a lot of reasons. Um, all right, I, I I thought the trailer is very good. I just I, I think it, it is such a teaser trailer because I do know a lot about this film, and they really haven't shown us anything yet. I mean, and that, and it still looks great. And if you've seen Spider-Man No Way Home, it makes this trailer <laughs> hit even harder. So, yeah, it's a great teaser. And I can't wait to see what trailer one and trailer two actually look like. And I'm glad we got a trailer more than five months out. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we're not just doing that whole, oh, trailer 20 minutes before the movie thing. Uh, thank you, Disney. Um, like, Casilius was in that trailer, right?
3: Mm-hmm. I didn't catch him initially, but like I know other people who did. I still need to actually look and figure out where he is, but I know he's there somewhere.
1: I find that very interesting. It's that there, there's a shot where it looks like somebody's kind of falling into the mirror dimension, and I'm pretty sure it's Casilius.
7: And so that was
1: that's an interesting development. Um, so that's cool. Uh, America Chavez is in there. That's I mean I don't know what anybody want to talk about that. I don't Like.
3: How, so how deep into this
1: do we want to dive right now? Yeah, I feel
3: like that's like kinda... we can only go so much since it's really just such a teaser and like there's so little of America in there. But I am just so excited to see how they interpret her. Like that actress is so great, so it's just going to be so much fun to see how she fits in the MCU.
1: We saw a Shuma Gorath looking thing, but according to Lego sets, that's a Gargantos. Adam, I know has thoughts on this. <laughs> I have plenty
2: of thoughts. How much time you got?
1: Oh yeah, about the man.
2: Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom two, right? I mean, the most obscure villain ever in a, a video game. No, Shuma, I, I do think Gargantos is probably like. Let's. How do I say this? Gargantos is to Shuma as Kycilius was to Dormammu. If that makes sense, okay. he's the acolyte oh, right. or the avatar. What have you? I just thought Shuma Gorth would be beefier, if that's the right word, bigger, beefier. You know, I, Shuma hits the weights.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think he will be instead of um, just the guy
2: that walks down the street. I,
1: <laughs> Mordo looks cool with the hair. Mm-hmm. Mordo's back, and he is. It's very interesting that doing the Mordo Strange rivalry in a sense that Mordo knows there's an actually evil Strange, and he might not think this Strange is bad, but could just kind of preemptively be trying to stop him from becoming what might be the what if strange, you know? I don't know, it's a, anyway. I'm, I get, I'm, I'm like going down theory holes just already, and I haven't even fleshed them out. You're just watching it in real time because I haven't really, oh God, I'm panicking. All I'm right, I do, last thing I wanna talk about is the fact that it's, it's Wanda and Doctor Strange meeting up. That feels like it's gonna be what was supposed to happen in WandaVision. Like I feel like there was a version of WandaVision kind of pre-COVID that had Doctor Strange in the finale. And they would have had that conversation or caught each other up to speed on what was going on. And I feel like that's kind of like the well, he wasn't there, so it's kind of like, well, he knows about it, he's here to just say, I know it happened, but more importantly, I just need you. I but love- Benedict come back saying the word Westview, really. Yes, got yes to go. that's what <laughs> I was know. It. Yes, that was exactly it. It was like, yo, the fact that he said Westview would reference Wandavision. I w- I was doing the Leo. Mm-hmm. I love a Wandavision reference. Wandavision <laughs> power. I pissed off Twitter today because I said I don't know if Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness can make Spider-Man money, because oh, I just yeah. find box office numbers to be interesting. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, yeah, that seems like an... Like, it seems obvious, but also, the reason I said it, because it this movie has a chance to be that big. Yeah. Like, this is possibly the biggest movie of 2022. I don't know if it's going to have a $250 million weekend to open, but it, because Spider-Man is, like, up there with, like, Batman, and, like, they're just a different level of character. You can't argue that... Those are not the biggest names in kind of cinematic comic book history. But Doctor Strange has the the power of WandaVision rolling into it. It That's the power of Spider-Man No Way Home rolling into it. And that conversation, I think, is not super unrealistic. So people were like thinking I was trying to diss Doctor Strange. But really, like what I meant was like this is a conversation that could actually happen. That feels weird. That feels kind of crazy that a Doctor Strange movie could even be in the conversation for a $250 million weekend. And I don't know that it's going to do that i know that this movie has a lot that it can market and i don't know how much they're going to show i kind of don't want them to show a lot i know that it's going to be successful anyway so it's going to be interesting I, and i i'm really looking forward to seeing how this shakes out like is it going to be bigger than the batman is it going to be bigger than thor 4 it's going to be uh, i i think dr strange has a real chance of being the biggest movie of 2022 with the momentum of wanda spider-man strange all these things rolling into it am i crazy <laughs> I I do.
3: I mean, like, I don't know about the opening box office, but I do feel like if they play their cards right and they don't reveal all of the surprises that we think could be in this movie, then it could have legs in terms of just like word of mouth and people kind of having what they had with Spider-Man of like, I need to go see this now so I'm not spoiled. So I think that aspect of it will definitely fuel it. I feel like it's way too early to say what's going to be the number one movie of next year, because there are so many heavy hitters like from Marvel and DC. So it's like either way we're winning, but I do feel like Strange, like you said, will probably do well for a lot of those reasons.
1: Yeah, it's going to be, I think it, it, I, it's going to be a successful movie. It's a question of how successful. And that's going to be a fun story to follow, I think, in May of next year. But we got, guys, we got Morbius to look forward to first. We can't get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. We're going to take a one.
7: <laughs> look at Jamie's face.
1: face. If you're listening in podcast form, the face Jamie out. just made, I don't even know. Oh, Nope, Two there. of
7: my favorite things on this earth are vampires and Michael Keaton, and somehow I'm not excited <laughs> about this movie. Like that's that's how that's where we're at right now.
1: I think Morbius looks good. I think Morbius <laughs> looks delightfully, surprisingly better than I ever thought it it was going to look. I'm crazy. Today's the day. BD's crazy. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about Hawkeye in full spoilers. The finale. We're going to talk about the series as a whole. Full spoilers follow. If you've not watched Hawkeye yet, this is your warning. See you in a minute. Welcome back to Phase Zero, Episode Fifty. BD here, joined today by Adam Barnhart, Jenna Anderson, and Jamie Girac. We got Legends Only Club right now. I hope Aaron is getting some rest. Aaron has mm-hmm. the day off, and uh, I hope I hope he's having a good day. Uh, but we are talking now about the Hawkeye finale. We're going to talk about the series as a whole. Full spoilers follow. Adam, you're at the top of the list here. What you think about this final episode?
2: Amazing. It was Amazing! A, so no, I'm honestly I, surprised. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, on. About I was gonna say, I'm surprised. I was, was gonna the, say. I mean, we got Kingpin. Of course, it was, it was. the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It's okay. The, yes, we got
1: Kingpin, but like, did we get the Kingpin you wanted?
2: The dude ripped off a car door, man. He has a super <laughs> right, soldier serum running through his veins. He got hit by kingpin. a car and shugged it off. He just like whatever, yeah. man. Oh no, oh, you could hit me fair. with a tank. You know, Kingpins. Whatever. So. Disney has – I don't want to say Disney. Marvel Studios, Disney Plus shows have had a finale problem. Uh, it's Maybe – I don't know. Everything just seems rushed, and Hawkeye still seemed a little rushed, but at least it answered the questions it needed. There was so much going on. I, I was sitting there watching. I mean, uh, Elena and Clint were fighting, and then Kingpin was fighting someone, and then all – Where'd the thousands and thousands and thousands of tracksuit mafia people come? There were more tracksuit mafia members than there were outriders in Wakanda. It was insane. I'm like, what's going on? Where did all these people come from? It, it was crazy.
1: And Spider Man was just like, can't be bothered. Yeah, Spider
2: Man lives down the street. and Just got done swinging through, and he's like, ah, oh, whatever, you know. Uh, but no, it was it was great. It answered. I was worried. I was worried about the Rolex until the very end. I'm like, they're not even going to answer the uh, the Rolex question. But they did, and they answered uh, everything they needed to. And I think Jenna tweeted that the emotional beats were all on point, and it was amazing. Um, I agree wholeheartedly with that. It answered what it needed to, and it was very good. Uh, probably the weakest of the episodes, maybe. Hawkeye still my favorite uh, series, but I would think the finale is probably down towards the bottom for me. Jenna?
3: I, I agree with Adam. I feel like there's there's this weird kind of tonal thing when you go from like the first two episodes to the Burt and Birdie episodes to now back to this finale. It almost felt like like the, the show still felt complete and it still felt like the most consistent of the MCU shows, but there was kind of a little bit of a jarring quality to the finale. That being said, like it's delightful. It ticked every box that I wanted it to tick and then it still delivered some other things beyond that. There's like one thing that I wanted them to deliver that they didn't give me, which we will get to in a, at a later point. But like I, it was still just so surreal to see, like, like Adam was saying, if you told me two, three years ago that I would be watching Yelena fighting Clint and Kingpin fighting Kate Bishop on in live action like on TV I would be like no you're lying and so the fact that we got that is cool and I am just obsessed with the comic accurate but still very jarring um Doug Dimodome Hawaiian style Kingpin outfit like <laughs> that was just incredible I actually laughed when he showed up with the hat like I was not prepared for them to be so comic accurate with it it was just so excellent so it's not a perfect finale but it still was just enough to kind of end the year on.
1: He rated Cletus Cassidy's wardrobe. Yep. <laughs> Jamie, what would you think?
3: It was perfect for me. Uh, I loved it so much.
7: I literally, I tweeted this, but the second Clint did the whistle through the end credits, I sobbed. I could not stop crying. It was just like this is Christmas. What like we wanted a Christmas show. I I wanted a Christmas show, and that's exactly what I got. Uh, Elena and Kate fighting was just. I, I can't believe that happened. It was so perfect. Uh, um you know, I think some people wanted Spider-Man to show up, but I, I, I think that would have been too crazy. Uh, I do, I do, I am, I am surprised they didn't bring up the Statue of Liberty just because, uh, Elena brought it up a few episodes ago, but whatever. Um, uh, the, but of course there are two things I need to talk about. Uh, and when we get there, we'll get there. But if I don't get to talk about one, the watch and two, that, credit scene, I'm going to burst. Uh, and those are the two things I like must discuss. But I loved it. I thought it was perfect for for what I, I was
3: coming for.
1: I know this isn't technically like fashion, but it kind of falls in the same category. I want to talk about Yelena's hair. Yes, oh. yes. Yeah, it looks so cool.
3: The hair and the coat, just like her and Kate in the elevator and t- together was just so perfect. Yeah. The fashion this episode was top notch. I'm sad that Erin is off this week because I feel like we would just be screaming in the fashion corner. But yeah, mm-hmm. so good. I,
1: I tried to come prepared this week. I Thank saw you. Elena's hair and I was like, yo, she looks cool. She looks really <laughs> cool. That had to take a minute to put together. Mm-hmm. That had to take a while. Um I thought this episode was good, very good. Um, I don't know if it's the strongest finale. I agree with Adam. Disney Plus shows seem to have a bit of a finale problem. Like the shows overall are all quite good at a minimum. And then they have their finales that seem to be kind of underwhelming. Like I think WandaVision was better than its finale. And I don't think its finale was bad, but the series as a whole was better than its finale. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode five was definitely better than episode six uh loki had a really strong finale it was very entertaining but it was such a diversion from the show itself uh and then this felt like it felt kind of similar where we brought in like kingpin threads were seated a bit more than kind of kang threads were threaded in loki Mm -hmm. but it did feel like it had kind of a weird diversion into just this let's wrap it up really quickly um and, and and i mean that's just my criticism i overall i really was entertained and i enjoyed the show i think this is the most rewatchable show of them all mm-hmm. uh it's it's mm-hmm. it's just it, it feels the kind of the most marvel-y and I think that like like it's kind of like I don't, I don't know how to say that without it sounding like it's like a, a bad thing i don't know it's it's just kind of got this linear story that's entertaining throughout it's it's doesn't have any kind of crazy mystery uh which usually those are a good thing but i think when you Talk about rewatching. I think this one just had because it's a bit more straightforward than the others, it's it's just easier for it to be entertaining and fun. I don't know. I should have thought it rehearsed that. I should have thought <laughs> about that more thoroughly, because it just sounds like I, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Uh but again, they keep the reveals for the end, which kind of makes these endings feel a bit weird by comparison to the rest of the the series. Um and yeah, but overall, very Elena and Kate was fantastic. Yelena's Scene with Clint. I think it's weird that the most emotional moment of the entire series came from Elena instead of mm-hmm. Kate or Clint or anything like that. Uh, but that's fine. It was still an emotional moment nonetheless. That was really a heavy moment that I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I love being hurt. And overall, <laughs> just a just a just a very good series. Really good. Really well done. And it I, I enjoyed it. I liked Kingpin. I think if if he's dead, I'm pissed. There's no chance he's dead. But <laughs> but uh it was still
7: television con- uh, and they don't
1: die this man i swear he could if he if they shot him in the face it would have been like the Brandon mouth superman trailers yeah. where the bullet hits him in the eye because this dude got shot with an arrow <laughs> he got launched with an explosion he got hit by a car like this kingpin is literally just he, he just sits down and has a chug jug and comes back into the battle <laughs> he's every built time. different i'm telling you he is <laughs> built different um but yes yeah, so, okay so now let's let's get into some more specific things Uh, Where the hell is Peter Parker?
3: (laughs) He's just making a suit. He's just chilling.
1: Yo, every Avenger, it's just a rule of an Avenger that you have to be like a master scientist or craftsman or something. Because Peter, what we just saw in No Way Home, what he was just doing, Peter, it makes, Peter's supposed to be very, very smart. Clint was just kind of building these arrows that can freeze people's entire legs and make like porcupine spinny things that fly out into people's faces he's it, that dude could could really renovate your whole house in a, in a minute I think. get
7: all that stuff yeah, yeah.
1: right <laughs> it was very yeah uh but no I, I i don't i think if spider-man showed up in this episode for the record it would have been out of place and weird Absolutely. i would have still enjoyed it because it's yeah. cool to see spider-man but it's also like all right we got enough going on in all these finales spider-man would have been a weird change also disney If you're going to owe Sony a favor, don't do it for the Hawkeye finale.
3: (laughs) I also like, I I do just want to say, because I think some people after No Way Home just came out are like, oh, these stakes are so much smaller. And like, like that somehow inherently means that it's bad. I think that the stakes made the most sense for Hawkeye. It's like reading superhero comics. Like what's going on in like an iron man comic is completely different stakes from what's going on in a guardians of the galaxy comic and so on and so forth. It's like the the level of payoff is going to vary wildly from like massive world shattering multiverse shattering shakes- stakes to like oh, Kate's mom just got arrested. Like that's that's the gambit of what we're running in here.
1: The comment section is ripping my heart out right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> Nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Very mm-hmm. sad. <laughs> Adam, can yes. you, for the people who have not, maybe, I'm sure there are some people here who haven't watched Daredevil, uh, where does Kingpin's story kind of leave off, just in case? This doesn't seem like it's a continuation, but I want you to be yeah. the one to tell it, because nobody knows that show better than
2: you. Right. I don't. I was planning on going all day without saying canon, man. <laughs> and you bring it up. I didn't want to say. No, so, I mean, the way Daredevil ends, first it takes it would take place in, like, 2018 um in the mcu timeline so we're talking at least five six seven years between this and now or this and hawkeye or that and that uh he got his butt kicked um by by daredevil and he's in prison um they actually arrested him for the millions and zillions of crimes he did um i don't think he's dead by the way echo has shot him in the face before Mm -hmm. and um he showed up, like, on the next page with, like, eye bandages.
3: I was so. just about to say, yeah, isn't he just going to be blinded for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Like, knowing just... how much that man can take, I think he'll be fine. He just got shot in the face. It'll just be a scratch. Yeah.
2: So I'm not sure if this is – I don't know if it's the same Kingpin, man. That's why I wonder if he got, like, in the five-year time jump, uh, did he, you know, reach out to the super soldier group and get some of that serum or what? I mean, the dude um, – has a fascination with car doors. We saw him decapitate someone with a car door. That was like his he,
1: introduction,
2: right? Wasn't yeah, the first that was, scene with Kingpin? That was in one Netflix? of his first scenes, yeah. yeah. And now he, he just ripped the car door off. I don't know. I loved his suit. I loved <laughs> yeah. his look from Family Business or whatever it was. Yeah. I love how he's just on, he's in Waikiki or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But now, yeah, I don't know. Um. So that's where he ended up. I, I don't want to have the fight with you people on Twitter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I i don't think it's their same Kingpin. It's just my gut feeling, but we have it's, a it's, it's, Kingpin it's, it's, played by the same actor, just like we have a Daredevil played by the same actor. I mean, what else?
1: What else can you ask? say that and everybody gets mad at you? But if you look at it logically, it like there was no mention of a daughter, right? In in the net anywhere in the Netflix seasons, like Maya didn't yeah. exist out there. Like, mm-hmm, yes, I know mm-hmm. that the Battle of New York is referenced on Daredevil. I know there are various kind of allusions. The guy with the hammer, the big green guy. That it, even if they don't name them, we know what they're talking about this does feel like they're just kind of doing their own thing.
2: I think they are. I mean, uh, Netflix, Kingpin um, had a hard time fighting Bullseye, who was an FBI agent. And MCU, Kingpin... Um, got hit okay, by a car. Got hit by a car and then got shot in the <laughs> chest with an arrow and ripped it out or broke it off. Like,
3: And he got blown up.
2: And he got blown yeah. up. Yeah. And he walked yeah. away with just a little bit of a limp. So, Literally So you know, I think it's uh be pretty clear where they're heading why not you know a fresh slate they can do whatever they want now Mm
1: -hmm. okay well we had to have that conversation (laughs) people it's not our fault we don't write these things but that's just i feel like the only real way to interpret it if you see it as daredevil the netflix show is canon i'm happy for you and i I, i'm totally cool if that ends up being true
3: i will just say oh oh no like because my my viewpoint on it is like when the netflix shows are set how many of us actively reference things that happened seven or eight years ago in our lives? Like we don't really like focus on stuff that much. And especially if like the entirety of the blip happened in that span of time, you're gonna have other things that your, your priorities now that might not have been the case before. So my feeling with the Netflix shows, and I know we're going to talk about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. of it all, is that, like, it's canon until they explicitly say that it's not. I think there's enough ways that comics have kind of retconned stuff and have made things, like, this is canon adjacent, or it can be canon if you want to believe it, to where that's kind of where I'm approaching everything. Until they definitively say, like, this is drastically different from the Netflix shows, I'm still going to see it as, like, that's kind of the prequel from where we're at now.
7: I will get deeper into this thought later when we get to the watch, but... I don't... Everything's canon now. The multiverse exists. Um, Everything is canon. Uh, It just might be different variants of people, whatever. But that is what makes this all so beautiful. The word canon shouldn't matter anymore. mm -hmm. Because in my mind, like I've said before, Wesley Snipes Blade is also (laughs) canon. Because he exists in the multiverse. So let's just stop fighting about it, internet. Wesley Snipes
1: confirmed for Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly... That would be the kind of thing that would happen in that film. That movie's going to be insane. But we we already talked about that, so we're focused. We're focused. Um, Adam, what are you uh, what are you doing tonight?
2: Uh, what am I doing tonight? Yeah. Um, it's super secret. What do you know about doing tonight? Do you know well, I'm doing just, something
1: tonight? Are you are you actually busy tonight?
2: Uh, for a little bit. Why? What's going on? I want to you know, know if you tonight?
1: wanted to interview Kingpin at seven thirty Central Time.
2: Seven thirty tonight. Yeah, Uh I probably could. <laughs> well, if you can, it—that was not
7: the exciting response. <laughs> I was. No,
2: I'm being <laughs> suspicious. No,
1: like I'm no, stoked. but like one hundred percent. If you want to talk to Vincent D'Onofrio tonight at five thirty Pacific, uh, you're it's it's yours. And I because I think there's no like I know there's nobody better to do that interview than you.
2: Yeah, well, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> All yeah. right. If you have Why? plans, I'll do it. Did let's you know it was my your... birthday? Is this my birthday present, Brandon? Thank you this so is, much. Now I'm going to cry. Is,
1: this is kind of like the, uh, there. oh, wait, you actually probably do have plans tonight, huh? <laughs>
2: what? No, no. Uh, we'll have a talk. <laughs>
1: hey, we'll talk, we'll talk. If we'll you can talk. do it, amazing. If not, oh no, we'll hell yeah, man. No,
2: line. sorry. I mean, I i meant to I do get excited, Chad. I do get excited. <laughs> I'm just a very suspicious person. <laughs> you,
1: this is this is yeah. not a
2: trick. I'm not
1: kingpinning you right now. This is not a trick. Oh, no, okay, yeah. That's fine. I'm feeling right. It generous just feels like office. my head just got taken
2: that's... off with the car Is what I'm trying to say. Like Fair I did enough. not expect it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there you me. well, there it is. So
1: yeah. if you want it, if you want it, it's yours. If not, I'm available. Uh we'll talk after the show about about it more. All right. Jack Duquesne, they freed him, justice Yay! for Jack. He you know, First of all, justice for Jack Duquesne, my mustache twirling hero of a gentleman, that, that himbo <laughs> as you all have referred to him. This man is going right back to jail because he just sliced <laughs> up like a thousand tracksuit mafia uh-huh. guys. This dude was slicing and dicing everybody. They, how many tracksuit mafia people died today?
3: I just feel so bad for the ones that got taken away by the owl. Like I, oh, I love yes. little moments like that where it's like if you actually sit and think about what happens in superhero stories, you're like, oh, that's really bad. Like that should not have happened. And I was just like, oh, they just got like eaten by an owl or like dropped in the river or something. Like that's just so bad. But yeah, Jack and oh my gosh, that man.
7: I want a short that's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but
3: like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay
7: no. can i just say jack uh i've said it ever since he read that stepdad book i knew he was a good good boy I'm, and he is a good good boy and i want him to be my stepdad no my stepdad's great but he could be <laughs> my second my fourth stepdad
1: i'm saying on on week one jamie and i were out here saying jack duquesne is not the bad guy in the comment section what'd y'all say what'd y'all say oh uh, uh, you, you you were you were anti jack guess what comment section jail
2: <laughs> Not I, would have, I would have bet an insane amount of money the post credit scene was going to be Jack LARPing in his Swordsman yes. suit from the comics yes. but it wasn't.
1: I'm going to say it I'm di- I was disappointed by the post credit scene
3: yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Can I just say though, with Jack, I love it's like you can tell he's a good guy when he's threatened by Armand the Seventh, when it's just like he's talking to that child. It's like, remember when you peed your pants at the Hansons? It's like, this man <laughs> yes. is so amazing. not threatening, other than just when he's slicing to Mafia men, and I just love it. He's just in his own lane being a himbo and like God bless him.
1: It just so happens he knows how to fence. Whatever. Rich people things. I <laughs> whatever. Um Kazi, is Kazi dead or is he coming back as cloud?
3: He'll come back. Mm-hmm.
7: I think yeah. so, too. I, I think to set up a character like that before Echo yeah. uh, and and knowing, like, that he's got a lot of comics history to, to be cool with, I think it would be a waste.
1: And I want more Agreed. gay actors in the MCU, <laughs> yeah. so keep him around. Agreed. I watched Froffrey's, Froffy's, um, he posted a video, I think, yesterday talking about how much fun working in the MCU has been and stuff. I had that in mind when he got stabbed, and I was just Aww. like, no, wait, hold on. He's Whoops. having so much fun. Stop it. Bring him back. But I do love that we are developing kind of a roster of New York City ground level characters. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome, cool. which I'm going to we're going to we're going to save the Rolex thing to be the last thing we talk about, because I want to roll into the fact that the post credit scene, did not tell us about season two. Like, yes, it was entertaining. It was the Mm. MCU's Hamilton. I get it. But but I wanted, I really wanted to know like something, anything. Mm. Kingpin's alive. Season two is coming. (laughs) We got, we did.
3: Yeah. Jamie's like, Jamie's biting
1: her tongue.
7: Okay. First of all, it gave us enough of a hint where they had a whole conversation. What should my name be? And then the word Hawkeye jumped onto the screen. To me, that's a pretty big indication but i'm I, i'm like upset with the internet for being upset with this post credit <laughs> scene because i'm sorry but this is more fun than a trailer that's just going to be released 4 days later on the internet uh, <laughs> both uh, of those and, are true uh, uh, but okay maybe it's just because i'm a big musical fan but first of all you've got adam pascal singing in a marvel movie that's or marvel show that's insane if you don't know who adam pascal is he's a he's a big rent uh, he's he's an original guy from rent and he was also just made a cameo in tick Boom with Andrew Garfield, the Marvelly verse is real. Um, but also Mark Scheiman, who uh, composed the the song and wrote, co-wrote the lyrics, who I just interviewed. That was him composing, uh, doing. And that was a fun cameo. It was just a delight. It was a it, this is a Christmas, fun Christmas show. Let's end it on a fun, delightful, silly thing. And uh, I, I'm sorry, but everyone who's upset about it, like we just had a less a less good post thing but i'm so uh you can all go cry because i'm thrilled
1: (laughs) i appreciate your appreciation for it i wanted something else you could have just released that online yeah.
3: Or just that's put it at the very end. That's about where I'm at. It's like I, I wanted to see the full thing. I almost if they had made like even one act of the musical and just put it as a separate Disney Plus thing, I would have been happy with that. It is just the the build-up and the waiting for something else, and then you don't get that. I have two things to say. I almost wish they had like panned to Yelena just watching in the crowd, because that would have made it worthwhile to me. If there was like yeah. Yelena or some other character reacting to it, that would have kind of made the whole thing worthwhile. And then with like the the Kate of it all. The one thing that this finale was missing from me is and like Eleanor mentions it of like you've never lived with nothing before. And I don't know if you can. Like I wanted to hint at her going to the West Coast, either like on her own with Lucky or like something along those lines, because that feels like the foundation of if we do get a season two, that's where it could probably go. So I was a little disappointed that there wasn't even like an inkling that that could happen. But I know we're probably going to get something like that down the line.
1: I think the TJ's work in the comment section summed it up for me. Uh, It wasn't for me, but it was cool. Here's the thing. I stayed up till I'm in, I'm in the central time zone. It was three in the morning when that episode ended. I was like, I don't want to get spoiled. I got there. I'm sure there's something here. And then it was, it it was nothing that if it was spoiled, like it's just, I want that payoff to be honest. And everybody knows it's never enough for me. I'm so sorry, (laughs) but I, I, it was fine. Like it's cool. And I'm glad I, I'm glad it exists, but I, I would have liked, I would have been more satisfied and fulfilled if there was something teasing the future. And that's just, I think that's always going to be true for me. Like Howard, the duck was funny, but I always wanted something to tease the future. You know, the patience thing was funny. I wanted something to tease the future. I think I like the patience thing better though. Um, all right. The Rolex Mockingbird. Who wants, oh, 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 mm-hmm. we got, yeah, I'm just, I'm not even going to, oh, Jamie, I'm not even going to waste everybody's time. Jamie, go ahead.
7: Okay, here's the thing, you guys. Uh, I don't understand why people are mad about this. As like resident giant agents of Shield, what You said people are mad
1: about this. Yeah, yeah,
7: people are people are really mad because mm-hmm. they're saying that it's uh, it's 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 making that Agents of Shield isn't canon. Okay, let's just talk about first that real quick multiverse, and I think that you can't argue the fact that season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a Nexus event and split off into the multiverse. That's just a fact, there's no arguing it. Season five, the end of season five on is a different, it has to be a different universe, which is fine. It's beautiful, we can have multiverses. That's great, but also, Another thing that I think is important to mention about about her being Mockingbird or Agent Nineteen, I could be wrong, and somebody friggin' kill me if I am. I do not think in Agents of Shield they ever call Bobby Agent Nineteen or Mockingbird. I could be wrong, but here's the thing: even if they do, even if this is her name, we have a we have a bunch of Black Widows. We're mm-hmm. ba- we're definitely gonna get a n- new Hawkeye. That's mm-hmm. I think uh, names are passed down. Uh, and her name's Laura, her name's not Bobby. She's not a replacement. It's. I think this is a very fun, cool thing. And, and all I care about is it leads to Linda whacking people with batons. And I don't know why people aren't excited about that. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I just feel like this is cool and it does not have to mean negative things for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If anything, maybe it means that we get a whole scene where it's like, and now I pass the name to you. Uh, I-, I'm, I think it's all positivity, baby.
1: I find it crazy. I guess I'm just not in touch with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Twitter. Like I'm very much <laughs> in touch with, uh, I think I'm in touch with WandaVision and Hawkeye and Avengers Twitter. And I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Twitter and stuff is a, is a very different rabbit hole that I, I I assume I am not tuned in with. Because I didn't know people were mad. I thought this was a thing that was pretty universally exciting. Um, and I think saying that probably just pissed off a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans. So, Oops. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think I I love how Jamie laid that out and Linda with batons whooping Mm -hmm. ass. I'm here for it. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Yeah, it absolutely like it has to be some sort of mantle or some sort of like, did anybody see No Time to Die? It's like we can have two 007s technically, depending depending on the context of something. So it's like there I see Agent 19 as a very similar thing to 007 of like it just passes down from one person to another and it went to Laura and then it went to Bobby. And, like, I've also seen theories that the Mockingbird program could just be America's version of the Black Widow program. So if they wanted to explore that aspect of it, too, that could be very cool. But either way, there's a way to make the legacy of it work without really discounting agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, like, I just, I don't want, like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) Whatever. There's no way to do this without pissing somebody off. I have no issue with S.H.I.E.L.D. But I just like it. it, I think Jamie laid it out that like everything is canon via the multiverse. Shield clearly seems to be not part of this main MCU. Like whatever number, like the six one six equivalent that is the MCU, it doesn't seem to be a part of that story. There has been just so many events in the movies and events on Shield that didn't, oh, that to intersect and. but that doesn't mean Shield doesn't count,
2: mm-hmm. right? Well, when you guys say everything, does that include Inhumans?
1: Well, what, what
2: <laughs> does everything? You're, include... you're
3: breaking up. I can't hear you. Is
2: it
1: Adam? Adam, I still,
3: uh, I still have a pet theory that Inhumans is just going to be a TV show in the main universe. Like the, the events ho- of Inhumans yes. are just a fictional TV show because the that would just be perfect.
2: Second, they show Karnak bonking his head and Miss Marvel. <laughs> that's the best series Uh ever made on TV. Of course, broadcast TV,
1: Jamie and Jenna are getting voted for president. uh, 2020. Jenna
7: can be president. I'll be vice
3: president. (laughs) (laughs) Works for me. Okay.
1: Got my vote. Got my vote. You got to compete with the rock, but uh, I think you got this. I think you'll have it. Um, Listen. Okay. I think that's a great place to end today's show. I think we all agree. Hawkeye was really like it. No, we all pretty much agree. Hawkeye was very good. Right. Mm -hmm. Very good. Finale was, was very good. Um, we have our criticisms. We've shared them. We have our things we love. We've shared those. Yelena Belova, Supremacy. Uh, And we can't wait to see her in the future. And Kate Bishop. And it made me like Clint a lot more than I Mm -hmm. ever thought I would. And uh, here we are. Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. That is a wrap on MCU content in 2021. Unbelievable. 100 shows and 39 movies, and they all dropped in over the course of 2021. And we watched them all. 50 episodes of Phase Zero. Thank you so much. Last week's bonus episode number six was the most downloaded episode of Phase Zero. Uh, It's on its way to being the most downloaded ever. It was the most single day downloads of ever. So it will. It is going to be our our biggest episode yet. Um, And next week is the episode that's going to get the show canceled. We are going to rank our 2021 titles. We're not doing the full MCU rankings yet. We're saving that for the series finale. But the season finale will be ranking 2021's titles, movies, and shows. Uh, Jamie, do you know if you're going to make it yet? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So Aaron will be back. Um, i do want to collect some rankings from everyone who has been on the show so that means you adam that means charlie that means uh just the staff i'm also going to reach out to like cam hayward and johnny gargano and lena khan and kate Heron and see if they want to submit lists i don't know if members of the marvel family are going to submit their lists like if kate Heron said anything but loki is number one i'd Mm -hmm. i'd be like hold up hold up who you're a scroll um But we're going to try to have some fun with that, and the comment section is sure to be lit on fire. Please, nobody ever share my address on the internet. Can, uh, being... can I give my
2: top project just right now before I uh, log off and go into witness protection?
1: <laughs> Let's hear Eternals.
2: It. King. King and Queen. There we go. Wow. See you. Bye. <laughs> no. well, well, that's... <laughs> That's a choice. I mean listen, I
1: respect it. i I will I respect your choice. Uh, my my number one choice i think is 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 good well it might surprise Yeah, i'm people.
3: like don't save it for next week Next yeah, week's yeah, week.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll i it don't week.
7: think yeah. anyone's
1: <laughs> gonna be surprised by my number one so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely <not>. no jamie <laughs> loved what if all right guys <laughs> also, by the way spotify allows rankings now so please yeah. go ahead and re- leave us that 17 star review that means create multiple accounts five star five star and actually just 15 stars we don't want a two star uh so Thank you for that. Thank you for all the support. Uh, Jamie, any parting words for today's episode 50?
7: Oh, thank you guys so much for uh, letting me rant about things that I love to rant about. Check out my other podcast, Hollywood Already Did It, because we're pairing the finale with uh, Die Hard, finally. I finally get Woo! to talk about Die Hard on a
1: podcast, so check that out. Go check it out, everybody. Jenna, any words for today's episode 50?
3: Follow me on Twitter at hey, it's Jenna Lynn, and go read some comics over the Christmas break. If you're bored, just go read some comics. Have fun.
1: I know a really good comic, if it's still in stock uh, at comics shops, it's called Shit Show. It is written by Adam Barnhart and you guys should go check it out. Adam, any parting words for today's show?
2: Uh, I thought I was in the back room. I thought I got kicked out of the show. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. no. What Jenna said, go read comics. Uh, Black Hammer. Read all the Black Hammer comics.
3: Yeah.
1: Please. (laughs) All right, And follow at Adam Barnhart for more. Uh, All right, guys, I'm BD. I will see you next week for the most chaotic episode of Phase Zero. We're ever going to have Godspeed.